Hello there. Hello there. And this is not a a miscellaneous uh, random episode from us here. We are back in your feed second time this week. We are covering Star Wars celebration news here on the Sky Guys. Where host Mike Phillips joining me here today. Man, as always, your narration every single week. Pete Consor is here. Pete, how are you? What's up? How you guys doing? Uh, we're talking Star Wars Celebration. It's a little off topic. Well, not off topic, but a little off our format when it comes to our normal show. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Here, I got to break this all down. Also with us here today, the uh, head of the head of the studio of this podcast, Nick Fred is here. Nick, how are you? Uh, doing great. Uh, we have a lot to discuss. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of TV show news. Um, movies. Movie news. I don't know if there's any other news. Is there other news besides TV and movie? I don't particularly think so. Any book news? We're not covering it. If there is, if you're if you're if you're interested in the Star Wars books, you came to the wrong podcast. Or the Lego sets. I usually talk about Lego. Usually, just talk to them about them off air, not on the show. But yeah, any Jedi Survivor people? Sorry, we didn't cover what we talk about there. Yeah, that's coming out soon. We'll have a cast on that. So when that comes out, you know, look in the feed, and we'll get one out a couple of weeks after that. So, but let's let's get into it. Absolutely here. And Pete, Pete, follow us here on the Sky Guys. Subscribe Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, all the suspects. Simply search for the Sky Guys. Your favorite podcast platforms there. You listen, if you follow us on Justin and Southern Podcast, you're not getting this episode. This is exclusively for the Sky Guys fans. So make sure you get on the feed for this episode. Some authors like that. Yeah, if you guys want to listen in your car while you're working out and you don't have access to YouTube, you got to subscribe to the feed. This is not going to be um, on Just End the Suffering, just like Mike said. We try our best to get content out to everyone, but there are these little extra, you know, the, these extra episodes that we want to get to those those feed uh, subscribers first. So um, definitely subscribe if you're not there already. Absolutely here. And Nick, if you want to follow social media, I can do that. At Sky Guys Podcast, that's both on Instagram and on Twitter. If you can also follow the YouTube channel, Mike Phillips on YouTube, video version of the podcast on YouTube. We have all the props on here on the graphics. And since she is the, was the star of celebration here, Lego Ahsoka is here. Lego Ahsoka's there. Wow. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, she was ready to go. And Nick, since this is basically a new show, I'll let you take the lead on this episode. So we are going to talk all about the news from Celebration here. We'll kind of sum up a couple of things that, you know, like I think one of the problems with Celebration, Nick, is that like, a lot of this stuff is they do footage of people in the room, and since Lucasfield doesn't stream any more of these panels, like if we're not in the room, we don't get to see it. Yeah, it is. So you, usually, Mike, you'll go to me for the news section, and then we'll go to the episode. But on uh, this uh, this whole episode is the news section. So this is the Nick podcast. Yeah. So do you want to start with that? You want to talk about that? I mean, we did talk about that in our Mando episode. We could discuss it again. Yeah, if we like we didn't really talk about this. Stuff. We kind of rushed through that, but. Our Mando episode with Martino Puccio, by the way, in the few, few days ago here. We mentioned a little bit of celebration coverage here, but uh, we could talk Mandalorian real quick. Yeah, um, so th- they said that the season three finale is going to close up storylines from Mando and Book of Boba Fett, and we're one episode away from that finale. Uh, what storyline are they talking about? Maybe, maybe Gideon set the pikes? Or... Bob Vance is the one who saves them. That's a good call. Man, Pete would get a point in the draft. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. But, you know, the, there's some rumors that we've talked about. People talked about that Din Djarin's not the main character anymore. The show is turning into more of a The Mandalorian, as in the culture of The Mandalorian, more than just The Mandalorian as a character. I, we got to wait and see. We're so close that, like, I, I want to speculate when it comes to the movies. I want to speculate when it comes to Ahsoka. 
can't really speculate when it comes to Mando because we're what five days at the time of release, maybe three, four days away from finding out. So it's hard to speculate. Yeah, P. I think in terms of this, I feel like we're gonna wait till like, like I feel like this is more of a post finale discussion. Maybe when Mike Brush is on with us, we'll talk about this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like Nick said, we're we're very close to getting the answers that we can speculate about now. It, there's really nothing to do other than wait. Absolutely, here, Nick. Where are you yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go. We're gonna kind of go through some of the little ones now. Just kind of get them over us. So we have time to talk, but so so some of the small ones. Andor season two, right now, is currently on track for an August 2024 release. There was a little bit of footage shown of Andor and Mon Mothma walking together. I believe it's on Coruscant. I, I couldn't tell for sure. Karn was also shown. Um, yeah, it looks like a little sooner than I expected, at least for. Andor, so that's good news. And um, do you have anything to add? I feel Mike? like this one. I feel like the only thing I'll say with this one, I feel like P. I feel like they're good. after what success they have last. Now they're getting a three episode premiere drive. They're going to get one at a time. I think going forward with them. Yeah, I, I think because of the sheer timeline of the season, we probably aren't going to get more than one episode or maybe even two uh, at a time. I think it's just it organically will work better that way. So three months of Andor are coming from us next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, assuming the same amount of episodes. I don't know if they said that, did they? Yeah, it is 12 again. Okay, all right. Uh, next is the Lando show that I don't think we've ever talked about on this <laughs> podcast. is apparently still happening, and Donald Glover is very excited to do it. I do not believe this at all. <laughs> at all. I don't think the show will ever happen, and I think if it does, no one will watch it. <laughs> Pete, you not find out for Lando? Uh, I mean, I'm fine with it. I just don't. I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp as Nick. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I don't know if there's enough interest behind it. I mean, you can barely get people to watch the Bad Batch, and that's literally about clone troopers. Um, not to say Lando was not a, a main character, but I just. I, what kind of storyline can you have around him? Not looking good for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I think there's potential with Lando. I think what to do with it. Next is Obi Wan Kenobi. We discussed that. It's countless times that they might announce a season two, and Ewan McGregor is fully on board. He'd love to do another one, but Kathleen Kennedy said it is not in active development right now. It might happen down the road. I'm leaning towards it probably won't happen. I think the whole point of that was to show Vader again on screen and get people to subscribe to Disney Plus. And they showed Vader on screen, and I don't think anyone's going to be watching it anymore. Not, not that no one would watch it, people would definitely watch it, but there's nowhere else for that story to go. I don't think that story should have existed in the first place. So. Although I, I, any Star Wars to me is something that I would like to enjoy and watch, I don't think we will see this. I'm totally fine. If the story's not there, we don't need to go back to this. Yeah. Pete, Pete, Pete nods his head in agreement for those, I do. On, yeah, for those no. not on the video version. Yeah. Um, on the same note, uh, Visions is um, Boba Fett. We got nothing on that. Zero. We got nothing on the season two. Zero. Zero. I... I I would imagine we're Love not seeing a season them. two. Yeah, I was actually surprised. I thought we would. So I don't think we will be. I think this might be the same. It may be the Obi-Wan boat where like, they're not going to go back unless they have a story. Yeah. Uh, Bad Batch was picked up for season three. And um, it is going to be the final season of the show. It's going to come out next year. Did they say summer? They said they just said did not say. Said 2024. Yeah, they, didn't, right, they didn't say exactly when. So sometime next year, 2024, we're going to see the finale or the the seat the, the the final season of Bad Batch. They also sort of tra a trailer at Celebration, which I'm assuming we cannot get access to, right? Yeah, but one of the ones they hit behind the paywall. 
Yep, they hid it behind the paywall and then included a couple characters. There was Rex, Wolf, Palpatine, Fennec, you know, characters we've seen before in the show, but that's going to be next year. Be nice to send them off. We have Visions Volume 2, which is coming out in less than a month, I believe May 4th, right? Yep. So Visions Volume 2, the new trailer dropped, and Wedge is going to be in one of them. Um, We've talked about this countless times. We're not Visions fans. It's not for us, but I know there's an audience out there for it. I know people love it. So, you know, all power to them and, and hope it goes well. Yeah, so I'll point out here, Rick, we'll talk more about the Bad Batch news when we do the Bad Batch podcast a couple of weeks after. I think that's our May 4th episode was the Bad Batch season two full wrap up. So we'll talk about that there. And I think, Nick, you mentioned the Visions, not necessarily RSV. I'm trying to work on getting as a guest who is more in loop with the Visions. So when we talk about, we have somebody who's more of a Vision supporter in the mix. Yeah, that'd be good because, uh, like we said countless times, it's not a bad piece of media it is just not for us we're not anime people yes um lastly on the shows that i want to talk quickly about is tales of the jedi was renewed for a season two which is awesome we all loved that that was a great time i I would imagine they pick other jedi maybe they go i mean i was gonna say maybe they take a sith route but they kind of already did with dooku so we could see a palpatine episode we could see a maul episode we could see a I don't really know who else. I don't I doubt they would ever show a Yoda episode. Maybe a, a Kenobi episode really wouldn't be entertaining, considering we know what... Maybe a Qui-Gon episode, but then again, he was already kind of in... So I don't know where they'll go with it. I, I really think they kind of have to go Sith with it. Mace Windu. We saw, saw him, a little bit of him, too. But yeah, we can get more backstory on him. That'd be good. Maybe Mace Windu and Palpatine, or Mace Windu and Maul. That'd be interesting. Could be, could be fun. I'd prefer to see a whole show about the backstory of Palpatine in live action, but I will take this. I'm, so that's it for the the quick shows that I just wanted to get to, get out of the way. And there's three big ones. So first is Skeleton Crew. Uh, we learned a little bit more about the show. We learned that Jude Law is a, get this, a Jedi who survived Order 66. Pete, I'm shocked. And, yeah. This this has been the uh, the 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 model for the past uh, couple of years. <laughs> I want pretty cool though. Spreadsheet. I want to come up with a spreadsheet where we list every single name Jedi ever. What's we've the, ever uh, gotten a name on, and then find the percentage of those who lived and those who died in Order sixty six. I'm willing to bet it's about seventy five percent lived. What's the timeline for Skeleton Crew? Where does it take place it's in a, the universe? It's the Mando timeline. Mando timeline. Now, so, is this considered a it's gotta be old then Mando verse show? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. I see I, I, I see you have a note here, actually, Mike, that Vane is for the, the pirate is going to be in this show. Which I, I call, by the way. You did? Yeah, I was, I was not spoiled. I just saw, as I said, like, the pirate show. I mean, I feel like Vane, the pirate, they saw him run away. He'll be there. And then apparently he was in the footage they show at a celebration behind the paywall. That's very interesting. I, I don't have anything else to add on the skeleton crew unless you guys do. I think this show is a very interesting. I think the show is like an interesting direction because, like, Pete, you ever seen Goonies? Yeah, yeah. They said this is based on the Star Wars take on Goonies. Sure. I mean, I <laughs> they they just have to do right by the characters. They have to do right by the writing. If they force it like they did Book of Boba Fett to just force and just kind of shove down our throats another Jedi who survived Order sixty six, it's not going to go well. Um, obviously, this Jedi had to be a youngling. When he escaped, because if he was a regular Jedi at the time, 66, he's a human, he's going to be super old by Mando times. Am I am I correct in thinking that? Like, oh, you know, yeah, he's probably like 10 if you're suing Jude Law. I'm always Jude Law. 
How old is Jude Law? I can tell you that, but um, what I'm what I would think is he's probably a young Jed at the time. He's fifty years old. So, so what I was thinking, he could be twenty in order sixty six. He, he could okay. have been twenty in order sixty six. Then another twenty years past, another ten makes him about fifty. All right, so then then it works pretty well. Then he could have been pretty much there. He just has um, to be basically a new Jedi at the time. If he was already established, then he'd be like eighty, yeah. seventy. You know, right, right, right. So yeah, so I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think it's cool, but it, it's one of those things where I kind of have to see it and, and tr- take it for face value when it comes out and and, and make my, my calls there. Yeah. Another, yeah. One thing I'll mention before you move on, Nick, I think the director list came out here. Two ones I'll pick, I'll, I'll pick out here in terms of directors here. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is going to be on the show. She's like in every Star Wars show, it feels like. And uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who did the, Mandal- the Mandalorian and Andor episode we love so much, is on this show also. So glad to see that those two get involved. That's nice. It's it's. It, I didn't know this was a Mando verse show actually until recently, until this podcast. So that's that's very nice, and um, I'm excited for it. You know. All right. Next going? show is the Acolyte. The Acolyte. I am now more confused than I was before Celebration, because they tell us that it is described as. Frozen meets Kill Bill, and I have no idea what that means. All I know is that Kathleen Kennedy said she saw four of the episodes, and they are wonderful. I, I, you know, it would be really funny if she was like, I saw four episodes, and they're not great. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. Um, It said it's set at a time where the Jedi significantly outnumber the Sith, and I'm thinking to myself... Don't the Jedi always outnumber the Sith? Yeah, that's literally always, except for... Even in the time after Order sixty six, right, they outnumber them significant. I, I don't know. Again, it's the rule of two, isn't that the whole freaking <laughs> yep. point? All right, but, well, um, yeah, I, I think that it's going to be a show about the upbringing of the current model of the Sith. Maybe it include Darth Bane. Maybe we're way past that in the timeline. Maybe it'll just show us a little bit about. I would. We're about a hundred years before the Phantom Menace, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So maybe we get Plagueis as a, as a young, maybe like a young, uh, a young user. Plagueis, perhaps maybe uh, he might even be a little too old to be that, but it could, I also, you would imagine Yoda be in the show, right? I mean, he's like only like 820 at that point. So I'm assuming he's got plenty of years left. Yeah. You would imagine we'd see Yoda, but, um, yeah, it just left me a little confused because when it says Jedi outnumber the Sith, I'm like, well, they always do. And it says frozen meets kill bill. It's like, oh, that's weird. But, As they start singing in the show, I'm 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 not watching the rest of the season. But they're really hyping it up. They're showing a lot of stuff. I think it's going to be pretty dark, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I also want to point out here that I'll I'll get the name for Nick. Nick, I don't like this name. Jonas Sutomo, you guy who plays Chewie in the new sequel movies. He's playing a Wookiee Jedi named Kel Naka. That's fun because we had Gungi. We were teasing Gungi. Pete, we get the actual genuine full grown Jedi like Wookiee. Yeah, that's that's going to actually be really cool. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, a lot of times people speak about the old Republic and, and Coruscant and years ago, and I'm very excited to see how I'm imagine we see Coruscant a lot in the show. I think it would be really cool to see what it looked like in its glory days. Yeah, I mean, you talked a lot about the show about how like, oh, like the Jedi are wearing white robes and never have to fight. They don't get dirty. Like, that's the kind of era we're looking at. Yeah. High Republic. High Republic. And last show. The next show in... Star Wars, Ahsoka. New trailer came out. Show's dropping in um, this August. 
And I'll just go quick on some of the confirmed appearances because we saw these people in the trailer, and then we'll discuss the trailer here. There was Hera, there was Chopper, there was Ezra via hologram, there was Thrawn, who is indeed the same actor, um, Lars Mikkelsen, as he was in the Rebels show and Mon Mothma. And it's funny because Lars Mikkelsen was like, oh, I'm not going to be in the show. And then, of course, he was. Like Palpatine said last year at Celebration, yeah. I won't be in Kenobi. And then he was. <laughs> and uh, some of the directors are Dave Filoni. I don't really recognize any other names except for Rick. Um, how do you pronounce that? Rick Fallow, was the Mando guy. Yeah, he's Mando. done some Mando ones, right? Yeah, Steph Green did an episode of Boba Fett. And Peter Rams did episode five of Mandalore, which he loved this season. Episode five this season of Mandalore. Pirate, he did that one. Ah, okay, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the Ahsoka trailer. Yeah, so, Pete, what do you think of this trailer? Well, I mean, Nick forgot Sabine. Sabine was in the trailer. Full flight. Sabine, too. Yeah. Uh, we knew, I, we knew Sabine already. That's why I didn't put. Her and on. I would imagine that we'll see um, Zeb too, but he yeah. wasn't confirmed. I uh, it, it looks good. I'm a little confused where in the timeline Ahsoka comes into play because I was hoping it was something where we see a pretty much a direct. Uh, maybe they'll do flashbacks, but I thought maybe a direct continuation of Rebels. Um, if it's not a direct continuation of Rebels, they have a lot of explaining to do via flashbacks. How they get Ezra back, you know, where was Thrawn, like how Thrawn would come into power, you know, all this kind of stuff, because they kind of mention he is the heir to the Empire and all this stuff. So I uh, I'm excited for the show. I think it looks super good just from what I saw. Seeing Sabine with long hair threw me off a bit because in Rebel, she has short hair. Um, but I'm very excited to see how it pans out. It doesn't it, it looks promising. I just I think we're going to get a lot of flashbacks if they don't start it from, you know, a continuation of Rebels. Nick, I've heard a lot of rumors of the show off the air. Apparently, they, they, they might this might be split into two different time periods. Like, like some stuff. I think pre, so. Some stuff pre-Rebels, which may explain why where we get the Hayden Christensen appearance is not confirmed here, but it's supposed to be in this show. And some stuff post-Rebels just picks up where I think that credit, that post-credit scene like in the Rebels finale left off here. But the peep, this is, I think, the public service announcement for people here. If you have not watched Rebels, get on it before this show. Yeah, if you don't, if you watch the show without watching Rebels, you're not going to have any idea what's going on. But to answer your question, Pete, like how they get Ezra, this and that, I think that's what the show's about. Yeah, I think we're. I think that's the second half of the show. Is like we're going. I think we're going to be finding Ezra in this timeline. In other words, him and Thrawn have been missing this long in ten years, mm -hmm. where they had maybe just come back prior to this, and that's why they like. Where is Thrawn in that episode of Mando that we had just covered? Episode. I'm, I'm uh, hoping. Yeah, six, I'm hoping it's seven, just. It's the only thing, the only reason why I mentioned it too is because I think Ahsoka goes to Sabine. Hey, it's been a while. Meanwhile, I thought Ahsoka picked Sabine up like right at the end of Rebels. Yeah, maybe and it's like let's go. So uh, something must have happened along the way. Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah, because we don't know where that scene falls in comparison to when she shows a Mandalorian by herself. We don't know about that. One hundred percent. Yeah, I sure. think this show is going to take place in the same time frame as Mando season three, if not after Mando season three. I think that'll make the most sense here. And like, yeah. In and of, I, in terms of the trailer stuff, I did also like, we get stuff like, we get LaFall in live action, which is pretty cool with the Rebels planet. Yeah. We get the ghosts in live action. I think we get the Phantom in live action, the ship, the second ship. Like, there's a lot of Rebels stuff in this trailer. And like, it makes me very excited. Somebody who, one of the few who like Rebels more than the Clone Wars. Yeah. We get the, we also get the same actress who played the, I don't remember her name at all, but the the woman who was in Mando season two, who Ahsoka was fighting, asking where Thrawn is. Oh, Morgan Elspeth. Yeah, we get her again. We also get a bunch of like Inquisitor looking people. Maybe like there's like two or three of them actually. 
there's two with no helmet on, and there's one who's covered, and we can't see the identity of that person. But they have orange lightsabers, which is odd. Pete, do you they like don't? Do you like the orange lightsabers? I just don't know what they mean. Like, isn't the color of the lightsaber have meaning, right? Like Mace Windu, the purple means he did dark, the dark uh, side and the light side. He has a mix of both. And then the green and blue have their meaning. And then red is Sith power and all that kind of stuff. So I wonder what orange means. Orange they're is, like one step away from Sith. So they're orange. Like, I don't. Maybe it's kind of like dark side users, not completely evil like the Sith. Maybe. Maybe. Well, the, the characters, I forgot the name of the characters. They said the name of the characters. They mean, um, I believe they mean. They're named after wolves in North mythology, sun and moon. So I think that's, that's just to represent a sun. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I think. And, and I, I, I really wanted to keep this a secret for four months from you guys. But um, I, I think I know who that um, girl is. Yeah. Excuse me, girl. The, 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 um, the woman. The one I'm looking for. The Inquisitor that we don't see the face yeah. who's under the helmet. I think I know who it is. And I was trying to save this for the character draft so I could pick this character and not tell you guys. And now I think this person's going to go first overall in our draft. But I'm almost positive it's it's Barris from the Clone Wars. Well, be the, one who, the one who sets her up. Yeah, that'll be, that'll who, be bombs, who bombs the temple because yeah. she never dies. Yeah, And I think it's her and I'm fairly confident it's her. And that's a shame because now you guys are going to pick her and not me. Also, I will point out here, P, I do think it's also fun. Like, I know we've seen this footage before and it was in the trailer, but, like, I love the fact they made a real version of Sabine's mural. Like, a, li- like a live-action yeah. version of the mural. That's pretty cool. That is. That is very cool. I, I also, like the well. uh, the actress playing Hera is um, Ewan McGregor's wife. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yep. Interesting little fact. I wonder if Kanan knows about that. Yeah, do we? That, Obi- that Obi-Wan's been messing with his, with his girlfriend. Let's make a quick a quick prediction here. We'll talk more of this here. Do we get a Kane appearance at all as via Force Ghost? Yes or no, or flashback? Yeah. I say yes. Yeah, this is this is Filoni here. There's gonna be flashbacks, callbacks, um, Easter eggs, cameos in yeah. every scene. Mark my words, this is the show where Hondo appears. Oh, a thousand percent too. I agree with you there. It's like Ahsoka is definitely running into Hondo somewhere along the line because he plus Hondo knows Ezra. Yeah, we we just knocked off top three picks in the character draft: <laughs> Kanan, Barris, and Hondo. Yeah, and Zeb technically is not confirmed by that point. And Zeb has not been confirmed. Yeah, that's true. All right, so I think but in terms I have of, nothing else to add on Ahsoka unless you guys do. I'll say in terms of Ahsoka here, I would point out here we're going to have some Ahsoka cuts coming over the summer here. Get you guys ready for that show. Plus, I think we should do a podcast. These guys sort of like a quick like like a quick refresher here, like what you should remember from Rebels. I think we should do that too. Yeah, I think that's fair. Especially they should still watch Rebels before they watch Ahsoka, though. Yeah, they should. In case they don't have the time to watch 70 episodes like we did, we can, we can give them the, give them the uh, Cliff Notes version. That, and they can just listen to our Rebels podcast. Yeah, well, There's like, only, what, four four, uh, four seasons of them? So Yeah, I think it's definitely worth the, uh, worth the shout, though, Nick. Yeah. All right, next up, you want to go to the movie section? Yeah, the next time I'm going to do movies, again, I'm going to do that same format. I'm going to go through some of the fast ones and then give us time to discuss the big ones here. So... First thing, real quick, the re-release of Return of the Jedi is going to come out on April 28th. It's going to be in theaters April 28th until May 4th. You can go to your local theater and watch Return of the Jedi. I Here's one thing I don't know. What version are they going to show? Probably the latest ones on Disney+. Plus. You think so? I, I 
Yeah, I, I would. You're right. You're you're, probably. We'll, we'll see. They're definitely going to have Hayden Christmas be the Force Ghost. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. So that's if you want to go do that, go do that. Uh, I know a couple of years ago, maybe like at this point, probably like ten years ago, um, Phantom Menace came out in 3D, and I remember I, I uh, think I went to go see that. So it's kind of cool. But next is the Kevin Feige movie, the Marvel Man. Some people know him as. Um, nothing ever got developed. I, I think this was made up. I don't think this is ever true. And I think it kind of, I think it kind of caught Kathleen Kennedy off guard when she heard the question. She was like, "Oh yeah, that didn't no. That was like, a word. Like where the hell did you hear that? Yeah, like, that was not a thing. Yeah, I don't think that was ever a thing. And uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, he's he's great, but no, 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 he's he does uh, Marvel, not Star Wars. Yeah, she's like, if he wants to do one, he can. But like, I'm not like he hasn't done one. Yeah. Uh, next is Taika Waititi's movie. She says he's writing it. Or when I say she, I mean Kathleen Kennedy says that he's writing it and she's gonna let him do his own thing. We're gonna make that one eventually. Uh, I don't buy it at all. I think that's one that it's just like that's in the Kenobi bin. We're like, we'll believe it when we see it. Yeah, it's oh yeah, we'll do it because I don't want to tell you it's canceled because if I stand on screen and tell you that from my count, one, two, three, four, five, six movies were canceled, it's not a good look. And I'll get to that. So that by you number one, Taika was number two. Number three, Rogue Squadron. They're still discussing it as either a movie or a show. No, you're not. I could buy it. I could see them saying retooling the idea as a show. I think it works much better than a TV show than a movie. I agree. It definitely works much better than a TV show than a movie, but I, I, I think it's gone. I, I think I think there's one way it comes to the show. Hondo. No. Oh. Oscar Isaac, Poe Dameron. So what, what was it supposed to take place? Do you even know? They never really specified. It's sort of like, we're going to do Rogue Squadron. They're not telling you what there, it was. There's a Rogue Squadron video game. It's fairly new. Maybe two years old. Three tops. There, there's a history of Rogue Squadron games. The, the, there's like Are you a, thinking about the Squadrons game, which was pretty much the ace combat of Star Wars? I believe so. There was yeah, actual, that was just flying. I mean, unless that's... Yeah, but there, was a, there was a story in that game. There's actual right. Rogue I Squadron didn't games. play it, but I've heard of it. it. But that, that one took place... Um, during episode four, I'm not saying they would do the same thing, you know, like copy that, but maybe. I mean, could you, Pete, can't you see this being where it's a Poe po Dameron show and they have Oscar Isaac's black, like black and orange X-wing? I mean, it's it's definitely a possibility. This was supposed to be the show that had that, a, it was it, supposed to be Cara Dune show, right? No, this, no that's this, Rangers this, of the New Republic. Oh, is, Rangers, this, Rangers. This, okay, this, my apologies. This is the movie that's supposed to be made by Patty Jenkins got shelled. Got it. Right. Yeah. So they, in my mind, that's number three. You have the Feige, the excuse me, the Feige movie, the Taika movie, this movie. That's three, and then the Ryan Johnson trilogy six. I think they were canceled. That she doesn't want to tell you on screen they were canceled. They're on stage because it looked horrible. Now the Ryan Johnson movies. She says I still talk to him and he still wants to do it. Nothing's in active development because he's in he's involved in other projects. In other words, blame Ryan Johnson. It, we released. We said this four years ago now that he was getting his movies, and he hasn't even started. They're not happening. Yeah, they're that's not it. happening. And then she that's the it for the nonsense movies. Yep. Now we can get into the movies that were kind of officially announced. I guess you could say, right? Yeah, not dated yet, but officially announced. So I will go in. I'm going to go in chronological order. So the first one is going to be called Dawn of the Force. And that's not, and that's, it's not, it's not cold anything. It's no, they just a the concept of the movie. They didn't give it. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Dawn of the Force movie, 
which is um, directed by James Mangold, who I believe was the director of Logan. Yes. Yep. And this movie is basically going to be the origins of the first Force user, which I'd imagine means the beginning of the Jedi. Yeah. So this is way before anything we've ever seen, way before even the Acolyte, because the Acolyte will be seeing, I imagine by the time this comes out, yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll have seen the Acolyte. And that's going to be the earliest we've seen until until we see this. This will be pretty much as early as Star Wars could be. I'm mad excited about this idea because this is something that, like we've been begging for people saying, please, like get out of this postage trip, go way back in time, go way forward in time, like get out of this postage trip and do different stuff. This seems like something different. I agree. I think this is this gets me very excited, and I think this is something that is long overdue. I've been asking for Darth Revan in live action Star Wars for about I don't know since the game came out, but I know this is not going to be Darth Revan times be way before it. But I, this is this is a start. I, I do like it a lot. I, I like this uh, this concept a lot. Yeah, the uh, first the first step towards Revan. Yeah, Nick, I don't know if you saw the timeline they put out. On, they had pictures of here. They had the they had like the dawn of the dawn of the Jedi. The Old Republic was the next thing on the timeline. So I think the doors open. We might get Darth Revan in, like down the road. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. But that that's a very interesting movie. I'm very interested in it. it sounds great. Um, by the way, the three movies being this one and the two I'm about to mention have rough release dates of 2025, 2027, and 2029. I would imagine in the December time time slot. Yeah, I'm guessing they haven't said which is which, but my guess would be the 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 Jedi Academy movie is going to be first. Then are probably the, then followed by the, the by this the, one, and then the uh, and then one lastly was. is the Filoni one, which we'll get to now, which is. A Mandoverse movie, essentially. This, in my mind, is the Avengers movie of the Mandoverse. We had talked about countless times on the podcast how we thought they said that there were going to be multiple spinoffs of the Mandalorian, and we talked about how they were creating the Mandoverse. And at one point, I got very frustrated and said, there is no Mandoverse. It's Mandalorian and a bunch of side quests. Looks like I was incorrect, and there is a Mandoverse, and... They're saying this one might be six or seven years from now, which leads me to believe it'll be the last one. Could be the first, I doubt it, but you never know. I would imagine it'd be the last one, and I think that we're going to get villains for each of these shows individually and have one overarching villain be the main villain of the shows. I had originally thought that could be Thrawn. I still think it can be, but what worries me is if he's just the main villain in Ahsoka and he gets defeated in Ahsoka, he's not going to be around for this. Or maybe they use him as like a how Thanos was in Guardians of the Galaxy, but he was not, you know, taken care of. Counterpoint, Loki and Thor compared to Loki and Avengers. What do you mean? Loki was one of the main bad guys in the original Thor. And then he loses, and then he comes back as the main bad guy in Avengers. Yeah, as a puppet, but yeah. Yeah, I think this one is a lot of fun and does fit the prediction I had a few a few I think I remember last year talking to this Pete was said like Mando like what's the time I mean I said six seasons in a movie. I think we're right on track for that with if we're going on every other year sort of deal. Yeah, and I I think yeah, I think my prediction for this is that it's literally the rogue one of the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I think that's what we're gonna see. Yeah, and this one, like Nick, I think this is the one that came out of left field because no one had any idea Dave Floyd was in the mix for a movie. No, I, I don't I don't believe he's ever done a live action movie before. He hasn't. No, and uh, 
it, look, it's it, whether or not it's a good movie, we'll wait and see. But I'm very confident it'll be extremely entertaining, and it'll be a movie that I'm very excited to see because we were going to be at that point. Let's say it's a 2029 movie. We'll have invested 10 years in our lives in not only Star Wars in this part of Star Wars, meaning the Mandoverse. So there's going to be Mando characters, Ahsoka characters, Boba Fett characters. I guess skeleton crew characters, and who else knows? I mean, it's seven years from now, we're only three and a half years away from when Mando debuted in season one. We've already spawned three other shows. We have six more years to go. We could easily have four more shows of more characters coming in. Plus, you can bring in legacy characters too, like Luke Skywalker's been in Lando. Like you could, you could recast Leia if you want. Like there's options they could do. We're gonna better. have we're gonna have one hell of a character draft for this movie. <laughs> So, that's for sure. But, yeah, I had nothing else to add on this one. Very excited. Hope I, I, I don't know if it's going to be a good movie because I don't know if he can make a good movie, but I know it's going to at least be extremely entertaining and I can't wait. Absolutely here. And then last is the big news. The big news is a Jedi Academy movie that's set 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. And she's back. Daisy Ridley will be playing Rey, attempting to rebuild the Jedi Order. This was actually the Lindelof movie that he left a couple weeks ago. Yes. So Daisy Ridley is back as Ray. And I mean, this is how you think about it. What did Ray do? She did what Anakin couldn't by finishing Palpatine for good. So now what is she gonna do? She's gonna do what Luke couldn't and build the build the Jedi Academy for good. Proving that nothing else matters in all of Star Wars except Ray. <laughs> What was your reaction when you first saw that Daisy Ridley was coming back? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with Daisy Ridley as an actress. I think she did a good job for what they gave her. I think the writing failed the sequel trilogy immensely, and I feel like this movie is going to still be very awkward because the writing of the character for three movies made no sense. You're going to have someone who barely learned the Force and the Jedi ways and kind of stumbled upon everything to become a Jedi Master and rebuild the whole thing. I don't if Luke can't do it, I really can't understand how Ray as a character can do it. So I think this is going to be a very awkward movie. I think it's going to have the same vibe as the sequel trilogy because there's just bad writing that makes the character to begin with. And now you're just going to kind of throw it in everyone's face. Like, hey, look, now she's a Jedi Master and she's rebuilding the Jedi Order. It's like, it's not going to make any sense. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, and I feel bad for the actors and actresses that had to go through the sequel trilogy because after episode seven, it was kind of all downhill from there. So uh, I have a feeling that this movie is going to have the same feel as the sequel trilogy. Devil's advocate here. 15 years of the Jedi text and no bad guy threat to deal with here. I think she has, that's probably a time for her to like learn things. Wh who is she learning it from? The Jedi text. The books. The books. The, the books. Okay, maybe. Maybe. And, and Yoda's trying was a force ghost and teaching her things. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But it's... it's... I'll see you when I believe it. Yeah, I, I, with this movie, I've just come to the realization that we're not the target audience anymore. They do not care if we go to the movie or not. They care about is the seven-year-olds, the ten-year-olds, the little girls, the little boys. That's who they want in the seats. And the, you go to Disney World, every other little girl is dressed up as Ray. Yeah. They want to see this. Now, the only issue is if you draw your fan base so far away from your property, Star Wars it's going to be hard to get that generation because how does someone get into star Wars? They're showed they're not, not always, but they're show their parents shows it to them. Say, Hey, 
as a little kid, you're four years old, or five years old, even six years old, I'm going to show you Star Wars. You're going to love it. And then you want to go see the movies. If we don't like Star Wars anymore, we're not showing our children Star Wars. Yep. So you we're going to show them. We're going to show them what we thought was good, and then stop it at that. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So they have to be careful with that because now one thing I can say though is, in my humble opinion, it can't get any worse for that character, so it can only go up. They have to be very careful with that character. Although I will say also, Kathleen Kennedy did say, I think in interviews, that like they there could be friends from the from the sequel trilogy coming along here, which to me, Nick, feels like code yeah. for like, we need to bring back John Boyega because we were hinting that he was force sensitive off screen now. Yeah, if you don't bring him back, it's disaster. Yeah. Disaster. He deserved he was a everyone in that sequel trilogy acting was was fantastic. Yeah, the writing sucked. Especially and especially him and Adam Driver, but especially him. Yeah, he, he got... was fantastic. Everyone liked him so much after that first movie, and then I don't know what he did wrong, who he pissed off, that they turned him into the parking ticket side story. Yeah, and he deserved a better story, and maybe this could give him that better story. I mean, they were hit, and then that pissed you off also with, with uh, Rise of Skywalker, Pete, that they cut the part where he was going to tell Ray he was force sensitive. They cut that out of the movie. That, like, and with all the shit they threw in that movie, they couldn't leave that in. I mean, we're talking about the sequel trilogy, right? I mean, this is, it was a train wreck after episode seven. Um, I agree with you. They, 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 they made bad choices. Yep. And one more if you th- think about it, he's the thing, he's the reason it all happened. Yeah. Because he defected. He's the one who found Ray. He's the one with, with BB-8, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's all because of Finn. Yes, and Finn gets thrown. He got thrown to the side. Yeah, because they realized that Ray was popular. They decided to make Ray the center point. You didn't have a story for him. Yeah, I, I mean, Ray was. Uh, it was supposed to be to throw you off in Episode Seven. All the promotional material had Finn holding the lightsaber. In your mind, it's okay. This is the Jedi, and then at the end of the movie, Ray has the has the Force call to her and you know call the lightsaber to her. I get that, but then what they were supposed to be at that point going forward was. Ray, Poe, and Finn are your new Han, Luke, and Leia. Yeah, but they weren't. It ended up being Ray was Leia, Luke, and Han, <laughs> and Poe and Pin. said Poe and Pin. Yeah. Finn and Poe were Lando. Yeah, yeah, not good. I would say also. I think Oscar Isaac showing up again makes sense. Also, yeah, I, I don't know if it makes sense in the story. I or, I, I'll put it this way. It makes perfect sense for Poe Dameron. To sh- it's for Isaac Isaac to show up. It doesn't make sense for Oscar Isaac to show up. Yeah, well, I mean that's option B. I, I think I said that backwards. Yeah. You know what I meant, though. It makes sense. To, like, for, it makes sense for the actor. It makes sense for the character. Yeah, they they don't want they they want Oscar Isaac. It doesn't the Poe doesn't really fit? Yeah, that's also, what I'm trying to say. As the as the unofficial sports book of Star Wars, here, Nick, what is the odds that we see Grogu in this movie too? <sighs> Um, I would say pretty high. Yeah. There's 15 years at, this is like 15 years after Rise of Skywalker. He's about like 35 years after Mandalorian. Yeah. I would say you're looking at plus 130. Yeah. I would say it's, I would say it's high if the movie comes out after the Mandalorian story arc ends. It's if the Mandalorian story arc is still going on, it's going to be very awkward to just have Grogu. That's true. It should come out Jedi before, but it won't. 
So if it comes out before the end of Mandalorian, then I don't think Rogue is in it. Yeah, that, that's, that's a very good point. It should almost definitely come out before. Now, we don't know for sure. Nothing has been officially confirmed in terms of those dates. All right, so that's everything pretty much from the... From the... That's it. I just have a question for the panel, and it's... How do we feel about the future of Star Wars now? I feel good. I like that they didn't, like, you know... They gave us three distinct movies, including one that went very very good direction that we've been begging for for years. I'm concerned that they're going to screw up this Jedi Academy movie. I feel like they're going to try and just, like, redeem Rey in one fell swoop. I don't think it'll, know if it'll work if it's not handled correctly, but... I think with the shows they have set up, I think with the future of that, it's like a good good spot. What about you, Pete? Um, I really don't feel anything right now. I think Star Wars as a whole after Rogue One has kind of been a flop. Um, I think Mando 1 and 2 and Andor were successes, but I think everything else has been just a disappointment. I mean, we're even seeing with Mando season three, we didn't really get much great content. Maybe I would say to be generous, half the season was good content. And we're only now coming toward the end of the season, understanding what that good content was. So I'm still in the camp of I'll believe it when I see it. So I don't really have many feelings about feeling good or bad. It's just I kind of know what happens and I you know, with these companies and shoving things down our throats and we're just going to make Star Wars to make Star Wars and we're going to try it and we're going to do this and this didn't work. We're still going to put it there. It's just, I will be happy when I see it and I actually enjoy it and go, okay, we're in the right direction now. But all these announcements are just announcements of, oh, these are projects that they can mess up. So, Yep. So, Nick, how do you feel? For me, they announced 11 things in total. Not like new things, 11, but there's 11 things coming, like including Ahsoka, Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, and then the movies. Ten of them, I can't wait to see. Yep. So I think I feel good. I can't wait to see ten of the things they're releasing, and they're releasing uh, 11 things. That's What's that percentage? Pretty high. 91%? Yeah, the only thing I'm assuming is Visions, right? That's the one you're not, you're not in a hurry to see? No, it was the, actually, it was the, the Ray movie. Oh. The Visions actually are not I'm not you know, at the edge of my seat, but I I am excited to see it. I, I I know people love it and it's well made, so like even though it won't be for me, I am still excited to watch. Yeah, that's for sure. Here, so that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week, cover the finale of the Mandalorian, and then we'll get in ready. We'll tell you like a couple of weeks after we do our feedback, our full season wrap shows for man for Mando and book and Bad Batch. We'll kind of get you set up here, Pete. We're gonna we have a busy summer here. We're not gonna take the summer off. No, we're still going to be uh, pumping out content here, keeping you uh, up to speed. Yep. Absolutely. I want to thank you guys for coming out. It was always really appreciated here. And Nick, thanks for driving the ship today. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, there was a Star Wars news segment, but it just didn't end. Yeah. It was too much to, over to, it was too much to stick in the in the Mandalorian. So otherwise, you guys have a two-hour podcast. not be fair. Yeah. That's right. true. Be, that would be really long, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll start here, uh, Nick. Since you led the ship here, you want to let people have follow on social media. I'm sure that'd be. Um, you can follow the Sky Guys at Sky Guys Podcast at both on Instagram and on Twitter. All right, Pete. Pete, want to follow you? How can I do that? At PJ Considori twenty nine on Twitter. You can also follow me on Twitter, mphillips three three one. That's m p h i l i p s three three one. Let's go over the Justin the Suffering Podcast, ready for the NBA playoffs. We're gonna have an NHL playoff preview coming next week, so a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Back next week here with our Mandalorian Chapter 24 coverage. We wrap up the season there. And until then, 
May the force be with you. Give a shout out to Boa Fed since he's not involved in any plans soon. So we'll play his outro music. Hey!